into your Father's will, you came unto your own. Creator, Redeemer, and King, and anthem of praise we bring. Creator, Redeemer, and King, a glorious song we sing. name, O Lord, is lifted up above all other names. God, King of kings and Lord of lords, all nature now proclaims. Yet on the cross of Calvary, your life you freely gave. But by the power and grace of God, he raised you from the grave. Creator, Redeemer, and King, and anthem of praise we bring. Creator, Redeemer, and King, a glorious song we sing. Creator, Redeemer, and King, the Alvaricos with that song Creator, Redeemer, and King. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio and I'm Janice your host till 1 o'clock bringing you programming designed with ladies in mind. Thank you for joining us today on Faith Music Radio. Coming up during 11 to 1 you'll hear from Vicki Mutchler on a word of encouragement. She is talking about the everlasting arms today and then during the noon hour Loretta Walker on CW today. Loretta is the editor of the Christian Womanhood magazine, and she does so many things to help ladies. She has a ministry as well as serving in ministry with her husband in the Roundup Ministries. And I just love Loretta. I love her biblical teachings and just down to earth. It's a, she teaches in such a down-to-earth way, like she gets us, you know what I mean? Um, and then also, Missionary Sherry House, missionary to Thailand, but she's been, she's served on three different co- continents, <laughs> literally. She's served in Africa, she served in New Zealand, and she also is serving now in Asia, in Thailand, And you pray for Sherry House. She does a great job. She's recorded over 55 of these programs, and we get to air them on Thursdays here. 
during 11 to 1 at 1230. You and I, it's Thursday, and I promised you that during the month of March, when I was here on Thursdays, I would we would go through the book, The Ministry of Marriage. Well, we're going to go through chapter 2. I don't know that we'll get past chapter 2, but The Ministry of Marriage and chapter 2 is The Biblical Path to Victory. And this is an amazing book on marriage and marriage is a ministry it's not something we jump into to make our to to find happiness it is something we enter to minister to um, our husbands Um, and of course if you're a man you'd be ministering to your wife but minister to our families the children that God gives us and then also to serve the Lord together and that's what living the dream is truly all about and Alvin Martinez recorded an album several years ago with his daughter Brooke and on that album is one of my favorite songs it's called Let Me Dream On because truly as a Christian I'm living the dream Some people say there is no way salvation is real There's nothing in this whole time religion that you really can feel. How can it be that I can believe in a God I've not seen? There's no such thing as life after death. Heaven's a dream. If I'm dreaming, don't wake me. Just let me dream on For this is the best way of living That I've ever known I'm having a good time So just leave me alone Sweet peace I have found So don't wake me now Just let me dream on This wonderful change that came over me Once I was bound by chains of sin But now I'm set free You may say that God's dead And I'm out of my head But one thing I'm sure If this is a sign that I'm losing I hope I'll never be cured If I'm dreaming, don't wake me Just let me dream on For this is the best way of living That I've ever known I'm having a good time So just leave me alone So don't wake me now, 
Hey everybody, this is Jonathan Epley with the Old Fashioned Quartet. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. Stay tuned for your favorite song. Dication goes to sea. Oh, see the goodness of God. That's the theme for this year's Faithful Ladies Daycation on April 21st and 22nd. Join us in Evansville, Indiana at Faithway Baptist Church and enjoy a time to relax, renew, and rejoice with our speakers, Francie Taylor and Sharon Rabin, plus 10 teaching excursions and more. Go to faithmusicradio.com. That's faithmusicradio.com to register or call 800-600-7230. Faith Music Missions singers will be providing the music and our famous Merry Marketplace will be available for shopping. This conference is brought to you by Faith Music Radio where you hear 11 to 1 with Janice every weekday. Easy Breezy registration is now open at faithmusicradio.com. Faith Music Radio. Tune in, and it will get you tuned up. Sometimes I'm all alone with no one to share my problems and heartaches that I
honor and majesty with that song, Jesus, you are the one. On Thursdays beginning, oh, uh, probably the second week of February, we started going through the book, The Ministry of Marriage by Dr. Jim Benny, and it's available at Amazon, Target, and uh, just Google it and you will be able to find um, a way to purchase that book, and I highly encourage you to do that. First chapter is called There is Hope for Your Marriage, and the second chapter, which we have been in for the last few weeks, is The Biblical Path to Marital Victory. The Biblical Path to Marital Victory. Brother Benny starts off with Romans six seventeen, and here's the verse, But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin. That was where we were but we don't have to stay there. But ye have obeyed from the heart, and there it is, it's obedience to God. But ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. So in this chapter so far, we've talked about the freedom that we have and we find in Christ alone and the happiness we find in Christ alone. And we've talked about the timing of victory for our marriages and the source of that victory, which is Christ. And today, the section we're in is called the method of victory, the method of victory. And if you listen to that verse, Paul identifies the three parts of man that God changes, the intellect, the heart, and the will. And it's all listed in that verse I just read. Let me read it again. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. We're going to go into detail about these parts of man that God can change, the intellect, the heart, and the will. The fact is, there is victory in Jesus, and we want to live on that victory road. Here's Ed Russ and the Old Fashioned Quartet. For so long I traveled down a sinful road, my troubles were so many, such a heavy load. Then I turned to Jesus, a better way he showed. Life is so much better on the victory road. Walk the road, lay down my load. And I won't turn back to sin no more. King's Highway, how I reach that day. Someday I'll reach my home on the victory road, on the victory road. Though this road is narrow, I will look ahead. By the hand of Jesus, down this path I'm led. When I'm tired and weary, he helps me bear my load. I am oh so happy on the victory road. I'll keep on walking the road, lay down my load. And I won't turn back to sin no more. I'll keep on walking highway, I'll reach that day. Someday I'll reach my home on the victory road. I'll keep on walking the road, lay down my load. Turn back, and I won't turn back to sin no more. To sin no more. King's Highway, I'll reach that day. Someday I'll reach my home on the victory road. So 
Someday I'll reach. Someday I'll reach. Someday I'll reach my home on the Victory Road. Is your house built 
upon the rock. Wow, what a powerful song, The Sounds of Faith. Paul identifies three parts of man that God changes in Romans chapter 6, um, the intellect, the heart, and the will. The intellect, or the mind, is that which is alluded to in the word doctrine in Romans six seventeen. Doctrine, or teaching, is addressed to the mind. Unfortunately, the minds of many are blinded by Satan. And they are distracted by the allurements of worldly philosophies and are seemingly beyond the reach of man's grasp. Paul writes that man can actually be mentally opposed to God. Did you realize that? You can be mentally opposed to God. Colossians one twenty one states, you were alienated and enemies in your mind. How is that? Well, when a marriage is built upon unbiblical beliefs or non-biblical philosophies, its very foundation is either ungodly or anti-God. Of course, it is rare indeed for any couple to consciously and willfully adopt such belief, but it happens. They carry these beliefs into their marriage and make them the standard for their happiness. But such intimacy with the world alienates a person from God. James 4, 4 states, Know ye not that the friendship of the world is the enmity with God. Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. So when a marriage is built upon unbiblical beliefs or non-biblical philosophies, its very foundation is either ungodly or anti-God. We're talking about the method for victory from the book, The Ministry of Marriage by Dr. Jim Binney. We'll be back in a bit, but I want to play this song by The Watchman. It's called In the Arms of Sweet Deliverance, and then you'll hear from Miss Vicki on a word of encouragement. Stay with faith. In the arms of sweet deliverance, gonna lay my heavy burden down, and with my Lord I'll My traveling days are done In the land somewhere beyond the sun In the arms of sweet deliverance In the arms of sweet deliverance I shall rest by and by Of troubles I've had much more than enough Many the days my path is rough Many the days I wonder what to do But then I talk to my God in prayer He assures me that He's right there And whatsoever may come, He'll see me through In the arms of sweet deliverance Gonna lay my heavy burden down And with my Lord I'll abide When at last my traveling days are done In the land somewhere beyond the sun In the arms of sweet deliverance In the arms of sweet deliverance I shall rest by and by Read in the book how the Lord once said The rain will fall on the good and the bad The wise is the man who waits upon the Lord When trials and sorrows multiply I will not ask him the reason why For strength is mine, only heaven can afford In the arms of sweet deliverance Gonna lay my heavy burden down And with my Lord I'll when at last my traveling days are done In the land somewhere beyond the sun In the arms of sweet deliverance In the arms of sweet deliverance I shall rest by and by 
I shall rest by and by. I shall rest by and by. Here's today's word of encouragement from Mrs. Vicky Mutchler. In Deuteronomy 33:26, the last part of that verse says, "The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms." Remember as a child when you might have thought that your dad was stronger than their dad? I certainly thought of my dad that way. He had muscles. Just as my strong dad brought me a sense of security, how much more my heavenly father with everlasting strong arms ever present. Everyone needs a soft place to fall. In the arms of Jesus is rest and comfort, peace and protection. Some well-meaning friends or family may too be too busy or have too much on their own plate. their own problems but you know what you can always count on Jesus in Isaiah 59:1 it says behold the lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save psalms 89:13 says thou hast a mighty arm strong is thy hand and high is thy right hand God in his everlasting love with his everlasting arms wishes to cradle you and take care of you every day. Trust those everlasting arms. Mrs. Vicky Mutchler is the wife of Pastor Mike Mutchler of Grandview Baptist Church in Beaver Creek, Oregon, where they've ministered together for over 30 years. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional resources from Mrs. Mutchler and her daily word of encouragement, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. You can lean on, you can trust the everlasting arms, and you can go to them again and again and again. Here's Cecily Hamilton and friends again in his arms.
This is Darlene from Mount Vernon, Indiana, and I love listening to Faith Music Radio. Powerful, positive radio. Faith Music Radio. Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, I'm going to take care of it, and yet it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles & Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue right behind Barnes & Noble or give them a call and set up an appointment, 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did. This is Amy Sapp, and I love Faith Music Radio.
singing the gospel rock of ages. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. I'm Janice, your host to 1 o'clock. And it's a happy Thursday. We're talking on Thursdays. Of, um, we're studying, doing a Bible study, I guess, from the book, The Ministry of Marriage by Dr. Jim Benny. So we're talking about marriage. And we're in this section of the book where Brother Benny is talking about a marriage that is built upon un biblical beliefs or non-biblical philosophies its very foundation is either ungodly or anti-god james 4 4 says know ye not that the friendship of the world is in enmity with god whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of god intimacy with the world alienates a person from God. Can you imagine what it would do to a marriage? So since this is true, what can be done? How do the blind and ignorant, and I've been there, blind and ignorant, and those steeped in unbelief ever find the truth? And Brother Benny says here, through God and God alone. As it says in Colossians one twenty one, and you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works yet now hath he reconciled through god and god alone you see it's god that changes the mind he transforms the intellect so in romans 6 paul identifies three parts of man that god changes the intellect or the mind the heart and the will. God and God alone can change the mind. He alone can transform the intellect. And so we'll find deliverance for our marriages in Christ alone. We're still going to talk about the heart and the will. So stay right here with Faith Music Radio, Lois and India here, the Riskina sisters singing in Christ alone. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. In Christ alone my hope is found He is my light, my strength, my song This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest drought and storm What heights of love, what depths of peace When fears are stilled, when striving cease My comforter, my all in all Here in the love of Christ I stand In Christ alone, who took on flesh
ground his body lay light of the world by darkness slain then bursting forth in glorious day up from the grave he rose again and as he stands in victory since curse has lost its grip on me for i am his and he is mine bought with the precious blood of christ mind brought with the precious blood of Christ. And that's where the power is found. You see, the blood of Jesus has the power to forgive our sins. Yes, my sins. And even the mistakes that we make in our marriages, the blood of Jesus Christ has the power to forgive those sins. It also has the power to give our mates the grace to forgive us. And it has the power to give you the grace to forgive your husband. And I love I love this. It's found in Christ alone. See, God also not only changes the mind, he changes the heart. Brother Benny said, um, and it quotes this verse, Proverbs 21, 1, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As rivers of water, the Bible says, he turneth it whithersoever he will. The heart is the seat of emotion and deeply held convictions. These two things are key players in any marriage. Unless there is a quantum shift towards God-generated feelings and sincerely held convictions about love and commitment, a marriage is hard-pressed to survive, let alone prosper. How is this shift achieved? By working up a feeling, by falling in love again, signing a contract. No, no, it's accomplished by God's power, and God has the power. He wants to engage it in your life. You have only to ask. It doesn't matter if such glorious change seems out of reach. It doesn't matter even if it seems beyond your wildest imaginations. Jeremiah 33.3, call unto me 
and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Pray for God to do mighty things in your marriage. But can you imagine if as a couple you prayed together for God to restore your marriage? Can you imagine what could happen? And I think of the song that the Walker family sings. It's called, I Can't, But God Can. I can't, but I can fall down on my knees and God can. Love this song. You're listening to Faith. God can, nor renew the freshness of the morn, but God can. And I can't cause the birds to sing or make flowers bloom when it comes spring, or mend the sparrow's broken wing, but God can. It's good to know the one who stars in bright array and it's good to know he sees the hurt i feel from day to day no i can't part the mighty sea and i can't make the demons flee but i can fall down on my knees and god God can. When tomorrow's gone, he'll still be there. So I'll just leave them in his care, knowing he will hear my prayer and God can. It's good to know the one who hung the stars in bright array. And it's good to know he sees the hurt I feel from day to day. No, I can't part the mighty sea, and I can't make the demons flee, but I can fall down on my knees and God can. No, I can't part the mighty sea, and I can't make the demons flee, but I can fall down on my So many years ago, 
The blood of Christ did flow Streaming down the cross of Calvary And the blood He shed back then Was the payment for all sin And though some may doubt I still believe There is still power in the blood There's cleansing in that river of love The precious crimson flow Still washes white as snow There is still power in the blood Not so many years ago The tears of joy did flow Streaming from a heart now made whole When I called upon His name his blood cleansed the scarlet stain From my heart and now I want the world to know There is still power in the blood There's cleansing in that river of love The precious crimson flow washes white as snow, there is still power in the blood, and there is power, power, wonder-working power, yes, there is still power in the blood. There is still power in the blood the fundamental difference you're listening to 11 to 1 this is faith music radio um, brother benny wrote the book the ministry of marriage we are going through that on thursdays uh, we started last month february and we are going to continue it through the month of march brother benny has a program here on faith music radio the heart and home program it airs at 7:05 a.m Monday through Friday and 7.05 p.m. Monday through Friday right here on Faith Music Radio. We'll continue um, with today's portion of the book. We're talking about the method of victory. And it's from chapter two, the biblical path to marital victory. We've talked about the change that God alone can make in the intellect, our mind, the heart. And next up is the will. The Miller family will take us into the noon hour of 11 to 1. They sing a song called It's Under the Blood. <laughs> I love this song because when Satan accuses us of our mistakes in our in our lives and in our marriages, we can always say it's under the blood. We can claim the blood of Jesus Christ for forgiveness for all our sins. Loretta Walker will join us during the noon hour with CW Today and her topic, The Holy Spirit is My Helper. He lives in me 
and he is my helper, right? And then Sherry House, Silhouettes with Sherry House. She's featuring the life of Helen Limmel. Excuses, excuses. Helen was a hymn writer. Um, she was blind. And um, you're going to enjoy the Bible study on excuses today. I don't know what our excuses would be um, uh, to not serve God as he has called us to do. But let's just claim victory. Let's claim victory and do what we ought to do for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So here's that song sung by the Miller family, a missionary family. One of the, the girls got engaged this past week. And um, this is a great song. Eight children, all playing instruments, and the mom and dad singing as well. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. Be sure to stay with us here on Faith.
Welcome to CW Today, a daily five-minute program dedicated to helping women with their life relationships, hosted by veteran ladies conference speaker and the editor of Christian Womanhood Magazine, Mrs. Loretta Walker. The closer a woman's heart is to the heart of God, the better able she is to thrive in her relationships with others. In that spirit, here's the host of CW Today, Mrs. Loretta Walker. I heard somebody speaking about the Holy Spirit the other day, and some of the things they said were so uh, interesting, I thought I'd share them with you all. Of course, all of us know who the Holy Spirit is and how special He is in our lives, but do we understand that the word Holy Spirit in the Greek means paraclete? Uh, they be- most believe that His main job is to be a comforter because Jesus said the comforter will come. And that's John fourteen twenty six. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So whenever the this lesson was going on about uh, the Holy Spirit, the preacher there, he mentioned the, the fact that para uh, me, actually means an advocate or a helper. So... Like, have you ever heard of a parachute? You know, the, that it's the chute that helps get you down to the ground safely. How about a paragraft? Which, when you have a paragraph, it helps you in reading by dividing the reading into uh, a group of sentences that make sense. How about a paralegal? Now, many times when you call now to an attorney's office, you don't get to talk to the attorney. You talk to an assistant who helps him find the legal advice. So that's what a paralegal is. And of course, all of us have heard of a paramedic, and we know what a medic, a paramedic does. They help keep you stable until you get to the hospital and see a doctor. So when I realized that, I realized that um, the Holy Spirit helps is a helper and the Holy Spirit is used to help me know um, help me to know how to help other people. The Holy Spirit might speak to my heart and say, hey, you know, do something nice for that person up over there. I remember we had been, uh, my husband and I had been going through a um, little trying time. We'd flown up to 
another we'd flown to indiana to have a medical procedure for done for my husband and this was a couple of years back and he they had to test everybody for covid you remember those days and lo and behold he tested positive for covid well he did not have covid you know how that was that fast test way back then was saying was was doing a false positive so anyway we had flown all the way up there well in good conscience, we couldn't get back on an airplane and fly back home. So praise God, we had already uh, had a rental car, and they allowed us to keep the rental car to drive home. And we had about a 10- or 12-hour trip to drive home. After that, we t- went to the another drive-in place and did another test and was hoping by 24 hours we could get the test back so that we could have a normal Sunday, and we did. Praise the Lord for that, too. But anyway... As we were, it was just been a, you know, it was a disappointment that he couldn't have the procedure. Number two, another disappointment because the rental car was going to cost an arm and a leg, and we couldn't use those tickets to fly back. And oh, there was just so you never have one of those situations where it just seemed so overwhelming. Well, we stayed in a cheap hotel on the way because it was a it was a two day trip back to where we were supposed to minister the next day, and we went. When the hotel was right straight across the street from a McDonald's, and I happen to like McDonald's coffee. There's two reasons. Number one is because they have senior coffees, which are uh, 10 or 20 cents cheaper than normal small coffees, and it's really, really hot. And we didn't, we wanted to leave out early to get back to our uh, work that we had to do, so we didn't get a meal at the hotel there it was a cheaper hotel so it didn't have much on the menu so we were going through a mcdonald's drive through and i i haven't had this happen to me very often at all and as we got up to, we, i ordered a some kind of a breakfast sandwich and coffee and kevin got orange juice and a, a breakfast sandwich and as we got up there to pay the lady said to us she said the man up there that was in front of you paid for your meal and i thought I didn't even know that person because we were in a strange town. I know he didn't know us either, but the Holy, I believe the Holy Spirit told him to buy us that because the Holy Spirit wants to help us. He wants to show us that God sees us and knows and cares about what we're going through in our life. Might have seemed like a small thing. Maybe it was $8, but it was just special to me, and I'll never forget it because the paraclete or the Holy Spirit came through for me and showed me I was special to God and that God saw me and cared about me. And you know what? The Holy Spirit cares about you, and He wants to take care of you just like He took care of me. So let's remember that Holy Spirit and the helper that He can be and wants to be in our lives. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood Magazine, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Happy Thursday. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. Still to come on 11 to 1 today, Sherry House will feature the life of Helen Limmel. And she's a hymn writer. Her Bible study will be on excuses. You and I will continue going through chapter 2 of the book, The Ministry of Marriage by Jim Benny. Chapter 2 is called The Biblical Path to marital victory and we're on the section called the method of victory 
Paul Chapman will start off the music for the noon hour of 11 to 1 with the song, He Knows My Name. I think this goes along so well with what Loretta was talking about. The Holy Spirit is our helper. God has given us the Holy Spirit to comfort us and to help us. And He knows my name. He counts the stars, one and all. He knows how much sand is on the shores. He sees every sparrow that falls. He made the mountains and the seas. He's in control of everything, of all creatures great and small. And He knows my name, every step that I take. Every move that I make, every tear that I cry, He knows my name when I'm overwhelmed by the pain. Can't see the light of day, I know I'll be just fine, cause He knows my name. Don't know what tomorrow may bring I can't tell you what's in store I don't know a lot of things I don't have all the answers To the questions of life But I know in whom I have believed And He knows my name Every step that I take, every move that I make, every tear that I cry, He knows my name when I'm overwhelmed by the pain. Can't see the light of day, I know I'll be just fine, cause He knows my name. He knew I was when He carried my cross. He knew that I would fail Him, but He took the loss. And He knows my name, every step that I take, every move that I make, every tear that I cry. He knows my name Every step that I take Every move that I make Every tear that I cry And He knows my name When I'm overwhelmed by the pain Can't see the light of day I know I'll be just fine Cause he knows my name Here's-
Is there junk piling up around your house? Wish you could just get rid of it with a swipe of your hand? Well, waving your hands won't do it, but using your fingers to call 812-598-6300 can make that happen for you. Complete hauling will haul off that old couch, clear out your basement or your garage. They'll even clear the whole house out for you. Did someone move out of one of your rental properties and leave you with a bunch of junk that they don't want? Call Complete Hauling at 812-598-6300 and get rid of all of your unwanted items very easily. Again, call 812-598-6300 today. Dication goes to see. Oh, see the goodness of God. That's the theme for this year's Faithful Ladies Dacation on April 21st and 22nd. Join us in Evansville, Indiana at Faithway Baptist Church and enjoy a time to relax, renew, and rejoice with our speakers, Francie Taylor and Sharon Rabin, plus 10 teaching excursions and more. Go to faithmusicradio.com. That's faithmusicradio.com to register or call 800-600-7230. Faith Music Missions singers will be providing the music and our famous Merry Marketplace will be available for shopping. This conference is brought to you by Faith Music Radio, where you hear 11 to 1 with Janice every weekday. Easy Breezy registration is now open at faithmusicradio.com.
Alicia Becker, the song Here's My Everything. Have you reached that point of surrender yet? If you're going to have victory in your marriage, you will have to reach a point of surrender to God's will. And God not only changes the intellect or the mind, God can change the heart and God even changes the will. It is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Philippians 2.13. And this doesn't mean that God overrides the will, but that he prepares it for change. He brings you to that point of surrender. It's truly all because of Jesus. When we reach that point of surrender, it has nothing to do with us, but he does everything that's needed to lead you to that decision. And then he says, now it's up to you to yield. He works in you to will. He equips you to do his good pleasure. And you say, but you don't know my mate. This is the most stubborn, self-willed person I know. He's closed-minded, hard-hearted, self-centered to the extreme. Can God change him? Well, can God change a religious terrorist and serial killer? He changed Saul into Paul. Can God change a man possessed with hundreds of demons? He changed the maniac of Gadara. Can God change you? Yes, your mate, without a doubt. Your marriage? Absolutely. With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Love this book so much by Dr. Benny. We'll talk to more next week on the minister from this book, The Ministry of Marriage, and this chapter, The Biblical Path to Marital Victory. The next section is why. Why do you want your marriage to change? Why do you want your marriage to change? Motives always matter. They always do. I might give a little bit from that just to prepare you for next week. You can purchase the book, read the whole book. I encourage you to do that um, at Amazon, Target, I think. You can find it at Target.com, a number of different places if you just search for it in your internet search engine. The Epley sing a song called The God of the Impossible. Amazing things happen when the God of the Impossible steps in. on my face drowning in despair I could not see the answer anywhere but God in heaven did his work in his amazing way with a grateful heart I testify today my problem proved his power my grief gave way to grace despair turned to deliverance and fear faded into faith I have this testimony and you can have it too when the God of the impossible comes through. Now you may feel it's hopeless, even God can't make a way, but keep looking for your answer every day. And some 
sometime when you least expect it God will turn it around, you'll see And then my friend, you'll sing this song with me My problem proved his power My grief gave way to grace Despair turned to deliverance And fear faded into faith I have this testimony And you can have it too When the God of the impossible comes through my problem proved his power, my grief gave way to grace. Despair turned to deliverance, and fear faded into faith. I have this testimony, and you can have it too, when the God of the impossible comes through. When the God of the impossible, the God of the impossible, when the God of the impossible comes through. And we're going to hear from Nate Tolson, Just Keep Your Eyes on Jesus, and then it will be time for Silhouettes with Sherry House, featuring the life of Helen Limo. You're listening to Faith. All you can see is this trial Hanging like a cloud over you I know you've endured for a while but now you wonder how you'll get through In the midst of the darkness and the raging wind You can find the strength to look to Him Just keep your eyes on Jesus He'll take you through the storm Tempest may rise, keep believing You can ride the waters by faith Hope is not lost in this season For the Master still commands every wave Every struggle has purpose And every storm has an end Steady until then. Just keep your eyes on Jesus. He'll take you through the storm. Lift up your head, you can move on. Though your ship may be battered and Just keep your eyes on Jesus 
will take you through the storm When it feels like your heart has been stranded And deep inside your spirit aches Remember, he'll never abandon No one of his own You're a child of living in Thailand who loves to study the lives of great women of whom it can be said she hath done what she could. Welcome to Silhouettes, my weekly story about a lady whose life challenges, encourages, and teaches me. I hope as you listen today, your heart will be encouraged and challenged too to do what you can for the Lord. So grab a cup of tea, sit back and enjoy. Let me tell you her story. Mary Helen Howarth was born on November 14, 1863, in Wardell, England. She was the firstborn child of four, and her father was a Methodist pastor. In 1875, when Helen was just 12 years old, her father took his family to America. After spending some time in Mississippi, the family settled in Wisconsin. On January 13, 1887, at the age of 23, Helen married a gentleman named William Lemmel, and later that year had a son they named Lawrence. A daughter they named Gladys was born a few years later in 1892. Helen loved to sing and soon gained a reputation for it. She often gave concerts in churches throughout the Midwest. In 1904, at the age of 40, Helen moved to Seattle, Washington, and for three years she served as the music critic for the Seattle Post-Intelligencer. During an interview with German singer Ernestine Schumann-Hein, she was persuaded to consider going to Europe to further her music education. Helen decided to pursue the idea, and in 1907, she moved to Germany to study music for the next four years. When Helen completed her music studies, she returned to the Midwest and began traveling extensively throughout the United States and even overseas. Although Helen could have had a lucrative career as a distinguished secular singer, her passion was always singing about Jesus. Her sweet soprano voice gave her many an opportunity to witness for him. In 1917, Helen presented her series of children's songs at the National Education Association Convention, informing people that she was going to be entirely devoting herself to the making of songs and stories for the religious education of children. She used her talents to teach voice at the Moody Bible Institute as well for a period of time, and also taught at the Bible Institute of Los Angeles. 
Besides her musical talents, Helen was known for her remarkable literary skills. Throughout her lifetime, she wrote over 500 hymns and poems, composed many children's musical pieces, and authored a successful children's book entitled Story of the Bible. In 1918, during a visit with a missionary friend, Helen was given a tract entitled Focused that had been written 20 years previously by a missionary to the Muslims in Algeria named Lilius Trotter. The tract talked about a simple dandelion that Lilius happened upon one day as she was taking a walk. She noticed that, although the dandelion was half-withered, it was still radiating the sunlight that shone upon it as it raised its head towards the sun. She compared it to how even a Christian in their brokenness or times of trial can radiate Christ by focusing on Him. One line in particular jumped out at Helen. The words, So then, turn your eyes upon Him, look full into His face, and you will find that the things of earth will acquire a strange new dimness. Without any real thought of her own, the words flowed out of Helen, and she wrote the hymn that she entitled, The Heavenly Vision. Today it is better known by the first line of its chorus, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. That same year the hymn was introduced at the Kenswick Convention and used as their theme song, and immediately it gained popularity. From there the song has been printed in nearly every hymn book since. It has been translated into many, many languages, and for the past 100 years people all around the world have gained strength as they sing the words of her song and have been challenged to turn their eyes to Jesus. In 1961, when Helen was in her late 90s, she retired and moved back to Seattle. She had a small plastic keyboard in her room that she used to continue to pour her heart out in poems that she set to music. Helen remained an active member of the Ballard Baptist Church and kept her joyful and enthusiastic spirit right until her last days. Helen passed away at her home on November 1, 1961, just days before her 98th birthday. Well, you can find out more about Helen Lemmel on my website, sherryhouse.com, but let me tell you one more story from her life, which resonated with one of my own. Helen lived a very full and rewarding life, and she made a difference with the time she was given on earth. At some point, though, Helen suffered a personal tragedy, which easily could have derailed her if she had let it. You see, Helen contracted a disease that caused her to go blind. This trial, in and of itself, would test the character of anyone, but the difficulties she would face were compounded when the prospect of having an invalid wife to care for was more than her husband could cope with. So he abandoned her and the marriage. Helen did not use what I am sure was the most difficult of trials, physically as well as emotionally, as an excuse to give up on God, nor did she use her hardship to discourage her from being a light in the world. In fact, she became even more completely devoted to God and to her vocation. She continued to write and sing and make sweet music that touched the heart of every listener and drew them to Christ. Back in June of 2009, my visitation partner, Becca Bushy, and I were visiting our Songtao riders on a Saturday morning. A Songtao is a pickup truck with two benches for seats in the back with a canopy cover. We rented a number of these each week to bring people to church. Our Songtao route was a village of about 10,000 people called Tung Song Hong. It was comprised of 10 buildings, each with five floors that had single-room dwellings, along with a labyrinth of small alleyways that housed single- and two-story homes all sandwiched together. On this particular Saturday, Becca and I were walking through the alleyways giving out the gospel. We had stopped at a gate to talk to someone and invited them to church. 
As we finished, we carried on walking towards the end of the alley. We heard someone yell out, Ben Christian Mai, or Are you a Christian? We couldn't see anyone, so we just kept walking towards where the voice was coming from. The person called out a few more times, and we finally found the house. When we got to the gate, there was a lady standing inside her house doorway, and I noticed that she was blind. We told her that we were Christians, and she invited us into her home. Her name was Ganiga, and she was in her late fifties. Her ninety-year-old bedridden mother was laying in the bed next to where we were sitting. When I started to witness to Ganiga, she told me that she had been a Christian since she was sixteen. Her mother assured me of her salvation as well. That was quite unusual, and I was excited to hear their testimonies. They came from a village way up in the mountains in the northernmost part of Thailand. The mother told us that she was saved as a young girl and brought up in a Christian home. Her parents had been won to Christ over a hundred years ago by a missionary lady who had gone up the mountain to spread the gospel. It was exciting to think that all these years later they had kept to the teaching they had received and had been passing it down through the generations of their family. Ganiga lost her sight as a young child, but had been faithfully going to church for many years, and I was humbled to hear what it took for her to get there. Because she was blind and her mother was too ill to go with her to church anymore, Ganiga relied on the honesty and goodness of the people she met on the streets as she tried to get to church. Let me explain a little. She had to walk out of her house and down several alleyways with some twists and turns that confused even those of us who could see where we were going. She walked until she got to the main road in the village where the songtals were lined up to transport people out to the main highway. She then had to find a songtal that was headed in the direction she needed to go. She took this songtal to the end of its route, got off of it, and then found the next songtal that would go for the next part of the route. She then got off that third songtal and would ask around to find the bus that was heading in the direction towards her church. She got on the bus and rode it for a while until it stopped at a point that let people off that needed to cross to the other side of the highway. In order to do that, she had to climb many stairs to a walking overpass that went across the ten-laned highway and had only railings for sides. She would walk across that and then go down the stairs until she got on the other side of the highway. Then she had to find the correct bus that would take her to the area where her church was located. Once she got off that bus, she then had to walk the rest of the way to reach the church. All of this took well over an hour. I remember as I listened to all that she had to do to get to church, let alone doing it while she was blind, the shame that came over me for complaining that I didn't yet have a car and I had to take a taxi to church each time, a taxi that picked me up right at my door and dropped me off at the church door. Ganiga was so excited to ride our songtal that week and visit our church with us, but she assured me that she would continue to faithfully attend her own church as long as the Lord allowed her. I think I can honestly say that I never, ever, ever again complained about my transportation issues to get to church. Over the four years that I lived in that area, Becca and I made sure to stop in and visit Ganiga and her mother nearly every week. We always had a time of encouraging each other with the blessings the Lord had given us that week, and then Becca or I would pray for their needs. We rejoiced together in the Lord, healing Ganiga's mother to the point that she could get out of bed and walk around. I haven't been back to that area now for nearly ten years. I would assume that Ganiga's mother has gone on to heaven by now. And I would also assume that if Ganiga is still alive, she will faithfully be doing whatever it takes for her to make it to church this coming Sunday. I will never forget that her very valid options for a good excuse were not an excuse for her at all. 
The thought of her will continue to remind me that there really is no excuse for not doing what we know the Lord wants us to do. Today I'd like to do a Bible study I've entitled Excuses, Excuses. The definition of excuse I'll use for the purpose of this Bible study is a reason or explanation we put forward to defend or justify a fault or offense. Making excuses for not doing something we should do or for explaining why we did something we shouldn't have done is one of the basic characteristics of human nature. How many of you have ever heard your child say, so-and-so made me do it, when you've caught them doing something wrong? Or you've heard them say, I can't do it, when you know that it is their stubbornness or laziness, not their inability, that is hindering them from doing it. Sadly, our excuse-making days are not limited to our childhood. Instead of learning to not make excuses for ourselves, we seem to just get better at it, don't we? There are some very famous excuse makers in the Bible. Here are a few. Uh, Genesis 3 tells us about Eve, who blamed the serpent for her disobedience. And then the verse actually before that is Adam, where he's blaming Eve for his disobedience. And actually, we see he blames God for putting him in that situation anyway. Numbers 13 tells us of the ten spies that picked out the one negative thing about the mission God was sending them on, the giants, and used it as an excuse to scrap the whole thing. Then we see in Judges 6, where Gideon used his family background of being poor and of him not having any standing within the family anyways as his excuse to tell God why he couldn't do what God was clearly telling him to do. 2 Kings 5 gives us Naaman, who excused his unwillingness to follow God's solution to his problem because he felt his own solution was a better option. Matthew 8 tells us of the man who wanted Jesus to believe that he was willing to follow him, but just needed to wait until he buried his father, or in other words, he wanted to do God's will in his own time. And then the last one, which just kills me, in Proverbs 22:13, we see the slothful man who couldn't think of a better excuse than to claim that there was a lion in the street waiting to eat him, rather than to step outside of the comfort of his home. Next to this verse, I have circled the word lion and written the words, really? And then I wrote the statement, for a lazy person, any old excuse will do. This guy was so lazy, he didn't even bother to come up with a reasonable excuse. But, you know, enough about excuse makers. I want to be like the guys in Luke 5 that stopped at nothing to get their friend to Jesus so he could heal them. I want to be like Ruth who left home and family to travel to an unknown place in order to follow the God that she now knew. I want to be like Rebecca, who was willing to marry a complete stranger because she saw the Lord's hand in the proposal. Okay, actually, hearing myself say that out loud, I don't literally want to do this one, but you get the idea. I ultimately want to be like Jesus, who made no excuse but bravely faced the task that God asked of him. Whatever it is for you, going to church, reading your Bible, praying, tithing, witnessing to others, inviting people to church, being kind to your unkind neighbor, forgiving someone who has wronged you, being honest in your business dealings, being faithful to your spouse, raising your children for the Lord, whatever it is that you seem to always be able to find a satisfactory excuse for yourself, tell yourself today that it ends. No more excuses to not do what you know you should do. There really are just two kinds of people, those that say no excuse will do, or those that say any old excuse will do. Which kind of person are you? Do you have a habit of making excuses? If so, remember the stories of Ganeka and Helen, and do whatever it takes to do what you know God wants you to do. 
Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's silhouette and learning a little bit more about Helen Lemmel's story and this matter of make no excuse. She truly was a woman of whom it could be said she hath done what she could. Let's you and I go do what we can do. Silhouettes with Sherry is written and told by missionary Sherry House. To learn more about Sherry, this story, or other stories about women who were used of God, read Sherry's blog at sherryhouse.com. That's S-H-A-R-I house.com. Silhouettes can be heard at this time every week on this station. Silhouettes is a Causeway Media and Faith Music Radio production. And I thought we'd play this song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, since it was written by Helen Limo. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. This is Maria Kaminsky.
Faith Music Radio is a listener-supported radio station. You can give online at faithmusicradio.com or you can give by mail at Faith Music Radio, P.O. Box 2463, Evansville, Indiana, 47714. And thank you. Peter and John on their way to pray A lame man begging along the way They looked at him and they took his hand In Jesus' name we command you to stand Five thousand people expecting to be fed A little boy with some fish and bread Send them away, the disciples cried Yet they all ate and were satisfied Satisfied What will you give to the Master? What does He ask you to bring? What you have may seem small Not worth much at all But it grows in the hands of the King What will you give to Jesus? He gave you everything. Two copper coins were all the widow could bring. Rich men brought him gifts fit for a king. Yet Jesus smiled on her gift that day. All she had she freely gave away. What will you give to the Master? What does He ask you to bring? What you have may seem small, not worth much at all, but it grows in the hands of the King. What will you give to Jesus? He gave you everything. What if He asked for your daughter? Son, to serve in a land far away What if he asked for your money or time Will you give him your all today What will you give to the master What does he ask you to bring What you have may seem small Not worth much at all But it grows in the hands of the King What will you give to Jesus? He gave you everything What will you give to Jesus? He gave us everything Bruce and Sammy Fry, the song, What Will You Give to the Master, coming up March 27th and 31st of this month. Can you believe we are in March? Happy March, by the way. We're going to celebrate spring sometime this month, when first day of spring. We're going to have our sportsman's banquet on March 16th, but 
Um, and I do hope you'll join us here at Faithway Baptist Church on Pollock Avenue if you're a sportsman. If you like hunting and fishing, um, men, women, families, children, you know, if you like hunting and fishing, come join us for that night. You will be delighted. But also March 27th and 31st is our Spring share And this is... Each year we have a week-long share where we try to reach a goal of $90,000 for Faith Music Radio. And that just helps to keep us afloat. Will you pray for us so that we reach that goal? Our theme is um, As the Rain, and it's based off the verses Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11. And... We are putting out the Word of God in song all the time, all throughout throughout the day here on Faith Music Radio. Um, in fact, our songs tell Bible stories. And the next song by Missy Clark is a Bible story, and it's called If You Come to Me. And it's got so much biblical truth in it. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. became their only light. They tossed with every wave that rose up high. Jesus came to help them walking on the sea. He said, fear not, for it is only me. Of all the men that stood there in a daze, Peter was the my word. You can leave your cares behind. Take my hand. Just keep your eyes on me. I will hold you up. I will give you rest. I will be with thee. If you come to me, life has battered, beaten down your Fought this raging storm to no avail. You're drifting ever farther, sinking in the waves. Hard times come and cloud the light of day. But Jesus, He's been with you through the night. If you but look to Him, you'll see the light. The Savior is. Place your hand in his and see what he will do through you. Have a little faith, step out of the boat and let go, trust my word. You can leave your cares behind, take my hand, just keep your eyes on me. I will hold you up, I will give you rest, I will be with thee, if you come to me, 
Well, you've been listening to 11 to 1 on Faith Music Radio, and I'll be with you again tomorrow on Friday. And looking forward to that. Tomorrow you'll get to hear from Vicki Mushler on a word of encouragement and also Loretta Walker on CW Today. And then Francie Taylor will join us at 12.30 tomorrow with the Keep the Heart podcast. We're going to finish off with a song by Anchor Baptist Church. It's called We Will Carry the Torch. That is exactly what we want to do here at Faith Music Radio. Carry the torch for our Lord Jesus Christ and let our light shine and shine brightly for him. And we want to encourage you to do so as well. Let your light shine for Jesus Christ today and every day and let it shine bright. And thank you for joining us on Faith. See my